Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. I have no idea how we got on this discussion, but uh, pizza has now become the discussion in this room here, and uh. Ryan has at least decided, Trista's not weighed in yet. Can you eat any pizza and still even at least like it? I've never no. turned down a pizza ever. I cannot. Yeah. My mom, but you guys never got Papa Murphy's. My mom used to order Papa Murphy's when I was a kid, and she would, it was like, fro- it was not frozen, but they would make it for you, like, it would be, what, you have to cook it in your own oven. Yep. And mm-hmm. let's be real, I grew up poor, so our oven wasn't great, and the pizza wasn't great, and it was always, she always made me get, like, pineapple and Canadian bacon, and it was always doughy, and I hated it so much. <laughs> it was probably, like, $4 for a full, like, 16-inch pizza. Sorry, Mom, I'm I'm airing the whole thing out. <laughs> yeah, she's just and I hate Waving Papa that laundry Murphy's. in the air. Yeah, you know what? Um... Sorry, Papa Murphy's. I'm with I'm with T on this one because when we lived in Iowa, like I moved from Chicago, and there was two pizza spots. There was Little Caesars, and then there was Papa Murphy's, and like it's like the take and bake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yep. So I became the biggest Little Caesars fan <laughs> yeah. for like two years. Pizza, pizza. pizza. There yeah. You go. And Tombstone pizza. <laughs> yes. And just homemade pizza. I just make my own dough. All right. Trista's Dallas Cowboys are a touchdown favorite against the Packers this weekend. Brian Broaddus jumps on with us. 105.3, the fan in Dallas, and uh, we've got some people, Brian, sitting in this room here thinking. Maybe a Packers upset. Maybe at least the Packers cover in this game. I'm starting to see more and more of at least the conversation of maybe the Packers make this a closer game than some people realize. What's the temperature right now in Dallas around this game? I don't think we have him, so we'll, uh, work on that, we'll just, that's all right. We'll see where he is, and we'll try again. You know, it's uh, it's fine. It's not like anything's been malfunctioning around us today. Everything's been good. It's Everything's totally fine. As per usual, things work perfectly fine. You know, fine. I feel like sometimes when I sit in here, I'm the, it's, the, it's that, ca- that cartoon meme with the fire behind the little car. Everything's fine. Yeah. That's that's how I feel. Everything's fine, guys. Everything's fine. Hey, the Bulls are up 20-16 to 16 on the Warriors, so there's that. I told you, man, they're going to show up tonight. If Kukoc is in attendance... They're going to ball out. Uh, Brian, do we got you? Because I'm going to say, I, okay, I have a lot of respect for Brian, so I don't want to be like talk about like pepperoni pizza and Tony Kukoc if he's on the air. He's I wanna, got a yeah. lot to give to us. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'd really yeah. like to hear but, uh, because he can it's not your really fault, break Luke, this either. thing down. Um, yeah. you know. Luke will figure it out. Luke's going to do you the said best the, he can. You said the uh, this is fine emoji. I always think the guy in office space that doesn't really work for the company, but they let him pretend, and he's just in the base. I'm going to steal it. That is literally yeah. where we are. We are yeah. sitting in the basement right <laughs> and now. And we're in the basement, too. Yeah. So, yes, I'll be honest with you. You brought that up. I've thought about that many times. I'm going to be totally honest with you. What's your temperature right now as a Cowboys fan on this game? Uh, My temperature is I feel good. I feel like we should win this game. I feel like it's either going to be an utter disaster or the Cowboys are going to beat the hell out of of the Packers. It feels like this could be a rout. It feels like Sparky thinks that as well, especially with some injuries on the defense, Mm -hmm. like Ryan said, Jair. So, yeah. I feel like CD's going to have a huge game. Don't trust Tony Pollard whatsoever, but I like CD in this spot a lot. Yeah, and like even last year, I mean, um, CD Lamb when they played the Packers in the regular season with a healthy Jair had 11 receptions, number seven and a half in its juice. I'm fine with that. I like him, but I like Jake Ferguson a lot. Um, and what I ended up doing today, while we wait, I'll just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took the Cowboys in the first half minus four, and I think that's the look if you like Dallas. Yeah. Full game, I like Green Bay. I'm with you. I think Dallas wins the game. I would love to see Green Bay pull off the upset, even though it would cost me futures and people would like tear me apart because they'd be like, oh, you know, 
Aaron Rodgers didn't win a playoff game his first year. And I'd be like, and I, and I know he didn't make the playoffs. Everybody's always got to remind me I didn't love the Jordan Love pick. But I like Dallas in the first half because the Packers are the youngest NFL team, youngest team in NFL playoff history, right? And they have the youngest wide receiver room. And as good as Jordan Love has been, he's still in his first year as a starter, and he's going to be on the road here in Jerry's world. That mm-hmm. crowd's going to be electric. And the Packers, um, even though they have a really good offensive line, they're number one, actually, uh, in pass blocking. But the Cowboys are number one in pass rush win rate. So I think first half, Dallas, full game, Green Bay can maybe keep it close. All right, so I think we now have Brian. Brian brought us 105.3, the fan in Dallas. So we obviously look at the Green Bay Packers, seven-point dogs in this game coming into Dallas. We know how good Dallas is at home, Brian. What's the temperature in Dallas from you, fan base, everybody else heading into this game? Well, uh, good evening, guys. Yeah, I think there's, uh, you know, it's cautiously optimistic. You know, the Cowboys, uh, as we all know, play very well at home. You know, 16 straight wins, which is you know quite impressive by by any stretch. And you know the the quarterback is playing at a very high level. Uh, you know, you have one of the best wide receivers in the league. Uh, you, you guys mentioned about the pass rush, the pressure rates. Uh, you know, there's some different challenges. The Cowboys clearly are a different team, and they do a really good job of of creating uh, the, that pressure. And and the pressure usually comes not always from the pass rush, the pressure comes from what the Cowboys offense does to the opponent. Uh, when you have to get in a game with Dallas and it turns into you have to score right along with them, you know, Dallas does a really good job with their offense of protecting their defense. And, uh, you know, I think that's where kind of the fan base is right now that, you know, Dak is playing at such a high level. Mike McCarthy's doing a good job with the, you know, the play calling, the route combinations. Uh, you know, there was a little bit of a sign of them running the football against the commanders, but the commanders have the last couple of times that they played the Cowboys have had some problems defending the run. Green Bay's run defense is not great. So, you know, there's hope there's a little bit more balance, but uh, Cowboy fans are very optimistic that, uh, that they can, uh, you know, kind of hold uh, Jordan Love in check and uh, find a way to get a victory. CeeDee Lamb, the last time uh, he played against the Green Bay Packers, he went absolutely crazy. Uh, We know that Jair is a big part of the game plan. He may not be able to go. CeeDee Lamb's receiving yard number is 99 and a half. Feels like CeeDee's going to have a big one, huh? Well, we'll see with uh, – teams have had a hard time dealing with CeeDee Lamb just overall. And, you know, Mike McCarthy has kind of talked about ever since the, the 49er games, I know I've been on with you guys a couple of different times, and we've talked about, you know, hey, what's the difference in this offense? And it really – I think that, you know, when they – from the bye week on, they've just they, – they, they determined that, listen, CeeDee Lamb, you know, getting him involved is really the best thing for us. And, you know, they lost that game against the Dolphins here recently. Steve started off very well in the first and then he wasn't around in the second and the third, and you're like going, you know, and then the fourth he shows up, and everybody's like, well, what the hell? You know, why would you not get him more involved in the game and throughout? And, you know, they they learned their lesson. You know, the last two weeks, the targets have been 17 and 13. And so, yeah, they're going to find ways to get C.D. Lamb involved, but the great thing about C.D. is you can move him around, uh, you know, the various spots. You can play him inside. You can play him out. You know, Jair Alexander, though, is a very comfortable at playing either either uh, left or right. And he'll go in the third down. I, mean, I was watching tape of them the other day. He'll go in the slot on third down if he has to. So, you know, that's, that's going to be the challenge for the Cowboys. 
is can they find ways to continue to move C.D. Lamb around and not let uh, teams get uh, a bracket coverage on him? I know the forty nine. Uh, excuse me, the the Packers. You know, in the Tampa game, were trying to do a little bit more of a bracket coverage against those receivers that they have. So. You know, it, uh, Mike McCarthy and this crew is pretty smart about not letting CD get draw that double coverage. So that will be the challenge in this game. And, you know, I think there was going to be some things that Dallas is going to try and do maybe with their personnel groups. You know, uh, 11 personnel with the three wide receiver packages has been really, really good. But the, the Packers don't cover particularly well at linebacker and they don't cover well at safety. Mm-hmm. And so what I would do is I would get in some 12 personnel stuff and that's with the you know the multiple tight end packages. It could help you in the running game, but it could also you know that the Packers don't cover things well up the seam, and that's where the Cowboys have really done some good things with Jake Ferguson is attacking the seams of these defenses. And so yeah, Joe Barry, the uh, the, the coordinator for the Packers, is it's going to be a challenge for him. But the Cowboys can formation them to have to put these linebackers in coverage and put these safeties in coverage. And I think that's something that they could uh, they could take advantage of. Yeah, Brian, you kind of just hit it uh, hit on right there. I really like Jake Ferguson in this game. I know everybody likes CeeDee Lamb, and I think he should probably uh, eat as well against Joe Barry's defense. But, you know, when you look at the tape, what they did against Minnesota, really what they did against Chicago last week on third downs, they played more man defense, and Joe Barry just never plays man defense. They play, obviously, as you know, like a, a ton of – Zone, and that's why they allowed Tommy DeVito to kill him, and Bryce Young, and Baker Mayfield had a perfect QB rating. Do you think that they'd be able to match up with Dallas, like if Jair is out there, even if he's like 60, 70 percent, because he's not going to be 100 percent? Do you think they'll be able to do that against Dallas, though, with all their weapons, play man on third downs, or do you think that they're going to have to play zone? Because if they have to play zone against Dak, I think he could yeah, have like 350 yeah, yards in this game. The Packers, the one thing the Packers can do is they, they do can rush the passer, you know, with Clark yeah. and Gary and stuff, you know, and I, you know, Smith, I, I feel like though, you know, with the blitz with Walker, I mean, Walker's the guy I would try and get in coverage, but I don't think Barry's going to let him cover. I think they're going to probably blitz him, rush him. You know, Dak does a really nice job. Blitz pickup has been really solid for the Cowboys. Uh, you know, when you start to talk about Pollard, uh, you know, people are like, well, hell, he's not run the ball worth a damn. Well, if they gave helmet stickers for blocking him and, uh, you know, he, he would get his, his uh, share of, of blocking stickers. Him, you know, Michael Gallup and those guys, you know, have done a really nice job when it's come to some run blocking and pass blocking stuff. So, yeah, it, you know, that's going to be the trick. That's going to be the trick for, uh, for Joe Barry is, you know, how much man coverage can he get away with because – Dak's done a really good job when it's you know whether it's man or whether it's zone it's it's the single high stuff or the two deep stuff you know he's done a really good job of kind of picking his way through that and but yeah if if the, the matchup to really watch I think is is going to be Gary against uh, against uh, Terrence Steele that's the one that that could very well hinge you know if they find a way to be able to block Gary Steele one on one then you know that's going to really really bode well for Dallas and then. Barry's going to have to do some things to kind of figure it out. Talking to Brian Broaddus, Bet MGM tonight. Where has been the area where you've seen the most growth from Dak Prescott this year? Well, it's it's clearly it's clearly what he's dealt with, right? With the you know when he when you look at Dak Prescott, and people will point to the interceptions and what happened to him last year, and there were a lot of tip balls that were you know not necessarily Dak Prescott's fault, but I think he's seen the field 
so much better than he did last year. And the thing you worry about with Dak, the interceptions that he throws that really bother you are the ones that he doesn't see the defender. And there's been times where he's been fooled in his career where all of a sudden there's a, a linebacker that plays uh, what they call a buzz technique and plays in the flat, and all of a sudden Dak's throwing the ball, and there's a guy standing right there that he didn't expect. So he's doing a much better job. Early in the year, they really didn't attack the middle of the defense, and you know because that's where Dak had some problems. A lot of his interceptions were down the middle of the field. But they've gone back to that. They've gone back to – you know, with Ferguson and others and trying to attack the middle of the field because Dak's doing a much better job of seeing the whole field and then kind of being able to pick up, pick up that, okay, this guy, if he's showing me this uh, single high look and then all of a sudden, or maybe even a two deep look, and then they drive the safety into the middle of the field like a robber, you know, then that's something that Dak had had some problems with, but he's doing a much better job of picking up those things. I'm curious, Brian, uh, I love Dak, as you know, but he, I saw a quote. This is such not really a, a thing that I should be asking you, but I'm going to. Is it not the corniest thing on planet Earth for Dak Prescott to say that he's got everything Louis Vuitton? He's buying everything <laughs> Louis Vuitton because he wants to focus on the fact that the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. Oh, jeez. As if that's yeah. something that people are going to forget. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's funny. The discussion we had on 105.3, the fan yesterday that I brought up was, yes, Louis Vuitton and buying bags, it's cool. But do you check Louis Vuitton luggage? That's the question I asked, you know. And and the, the answers that we got were that, listen, if you can afford Louis Vuitton luggage, you're probably not flying commercially and you could, don't have to put it underneath the plane, you know. So, yeah, it's uh, – yeah, you know, we were trying to kind of make light of it, and make fun of it, but that's that's Dak. I mean, he he he's got some times where he he says things, and you kind of. We did an interview one time with Dak, and we even called him on this. We made up a fictional team, like a Team X, and we started asking him questions about Team X. And what he did was, which was hilarious, he just went right along with us and was making up fictional things about Team X right along with us. So he understands quarterback speak and you know media speak and all that. He has a lot of fun with that. So yeah, it's it's kind of that's that could be a little corny at times. Brian, we only got about thirty seconds. I hate to get the uh, ask the hot take question, but if Mike McCarthy actually loses this game to Green Bay, yeah, any chance he's out? And would it be sure. Jim Harbaugh or Bill Belichick? Would that be <laughs> oh, the mystery team? You know, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, in 30 seconds, yeah. You know, Mike McCarthy, is, <laughs> he really is coaching. I mean, he's coaching for, you know, he's coaching for, you know, his. I'm not going to say his job because I know you guys have clipped yeah. this and posted and all that. I mean, I think Mike is coaching for his, <laughs> another opportunity. It's like I say, you know, Bill Belichick is highly respected by the Joneses. He really, really is. But, yeah, Mike needs to find a way. This is the best chance the Cowboys have to get to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. See, Brian knows how this works. Is make sure you don't say. I'll it tell exactly. him not to clip that. Yeah, yeah. Not, not hot take. Yeah, just like you, you, I think he was like Levy on. I think he's got to win. He's got to win one at home against Green Bay, <laughs> yeah. or else the you Packers guys, are going to be the reason he's lost his last two. You guys will clip the thing, and I'll be on every national broadcast in the league for I, that. But I appreciate you guys. <laughs> I would never do that. To we you. won't let them do nah, that to you. Brian brought us one hundred five three. The fan, we love you. Thanks for coming on again, man. Luke, thank you guys. Clip it, clip it, Luke. Put Ryan Horvath on that. Playoff futures next. It's Bet MGM tonight. 
The winning trifecta is Ryan Horvat, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. All three will be right back on Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM, live from BetQL.